0: back to another episode of the long and short of it with genesis ceo jim long jim welcome back to the program thanks jim glad to be here so u.s slaughter weights plummet uh can you talk about the latest weekly u.s south slaughter
1: well the in my report i wrote about the uh, four pound drop of 10 days ago from the week before that's a huge drop i mean that's Iowa Southern Minnesota weights, four pounds in a week, certainly shows. Packers were aggressive to kill pigs. I know there was heat, but still killed a lot of pigs and pulled them ahead. So positive as far as I'm concerned for the industry.
0: What about the U.S. corn? The average price last Friday was four seventy six a bushel. What can we expect with that?
1: Well, it was the lowest price of corn, I think, in two and a half years. Uh, You know, we've had corn up to $8 a bushel, huge difference for everybody in the industry. Um, Huge difference. And uh, uh, look forward to uh, maybe even lower prices yet. I mean, if you look at Brazil, there's corn being sold there with a three in front of the number. So there's downward pressure internationally in the export market for lower priced corn. Uh, I guess we'll see how the crop comes off, but certainly it's, as I say, it's the lowest price on last Friday in two and a half years. So that's quite a time period.
0: What about the U.S. pork exports? Are you percent higher year to date?
1: Yeah, and I think the key thing was on that 8%. But last week, I believe the exports or the week before, I guess, now uh, exports were 30, I think 37,000 tons export sales. That was the highest in 16 weeks um it'd be great to see continued export increase not only eight percent maybe even higher uh, it's a positive sign for price support
0: and let's wrap on the gmo and gene editing uh, that's been kind of a hot topic for a while uh, with with pic i know you're clear on your thoughts but just explain to us again why do you think this is not a good idea?
1: You know, I guess I don't know if I use the word it isn't a good idea. I'm asking the question, have we thought what it all means to demand as an industry? I mean, PIC has got tens of millions of dollars invested in this. Obviously, they they their vested interest is to get this approved so they can go to the marketplace and sell a PERS-resistant pick. At probably quite an expensive pig. I'm not sure what that'll be when people, when they've been asked, they never answer. But I'm sure it'll be a lot more expensive than what you would pay for breeding stock now. The thing is, is are we going to be able to sell the meat? Well, GMO, GMO, gene-edited pork, what does that do to demand? We're struggling with demand now. Beef is three times the price of pork. Do we want to put impediment on demand? Um, As people read my commentary, I cite the Iowa State survey of 2000, Iowa State University survey of a little over 2000 people, which is about the only survey I can find of any detail, where over 60% of women have no interest in buying or eating GMO gene edited pork or foods, but pork. What does that do to demand if that's the case? If it's 30%, we're struggling now. We flatlined on pork consumption for 20 plus years. We've lost market share. Total meat consumption has gone up in the U.S. per capita. Pork has stayed the same. We've lost market share. Can we afford to put impediments in the domestic demand? Then you go out to some like Mexico, which is our largest export market in the U.S. for pork, where they're looking at putting restriction on GMO corn coming in. Well, what happens if they put restrictions on GMO GMO gene-edited pork? It's our biggest export market. What are you going to do? What are we going to do? What? How much, how cheap, what are we going to have to, the way to sell all it will be cheaper. And this is an industry that is struggling to make money. We've been losing money. Where are we going with this? I I have real concerns to what to do, what we're going to do with this. And the next thing is what I mean, people have heard me say this before three or four years ago, Vice President McDonald spoke at NPIC and in Wisconsin and he's I'm summarizing it here, but at the end of his talk, he said, don't expect us. nothing. don't expect us to explain. GMO gene editing, no, no retail food service really wants to be in the position of explaining why the food is safe. That they have, they have no, it doesn't matter to them about disease resistance. It's what their customers are pushing back on or asking them questions. Why would they want to go there? I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. But I think it's questions we have to ask as an industry. What are we doing? What's the plan? I I see NTPC is supportive of gene editing. But when I've asked the question to them in the past, what what about pork demand? I don't think they've really looked at it. What will it do? I'm concerned about it
0: they've stated a lot of a uh, lot of concerns is there any any final concerns we need to be aware of
1: I think that's enough for today <laughs> like that's that's the challenge I mean what are we can we sell the pork when it's all said and done it is about the science it's about whether or not we can sell the product I'm not against the science I'm against not being able to sell our pork that's my fear.
0: Yeah, your your focus is you know how do we create demand for our product? How do we sell more product and, and yeah, increase that demand? It's not well, about know,
1: I I believe create demand is have better taste than pork. Okay, but you know that's. Let's hope. Let's hope we can. We can go there someday.
0: Well, thanks. Thanks again for taking the time to join us, Jim.
1: Thank you.